Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Welcome in to the Money Night Podcast. I am Ben George. He is Wade Chessman, certified financial planner and certified kingdom advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Their office is right there on Rambler Road, but he's serving all of the Dallas area. Plus, he's got clients across the country too. So no matter where you're listening, we appreciate you joining us on the podcast today. And we're going to have a little bit of fun, a little bit of different uh, spin on financial planning conversation than we normally have. Today, we're talking about things nobody says. These are things you will not hear in the financial world when you're working with a client to build a plan. And we're going to have some fun with this today on the show. Plus, a couple of mailbag questions have come in, so we'll answer those a little bit later on. But let me welcome in Wade now. Good to talk to you again, Wade. Uh, how's everything? Things are going well, Ben. Good to talk to you as well. Just winding down the year here. Yeah. Do you guys stay busy end of year? I know these will be coming out uh, early January, but recording in, in mid-December. You guys uh, typically have a, a rush towards the end of the year, or is it uh, kind of quiet? Well, I guess at the very end, it cl- slows down, but we do a lot of tax planning and thinking about uh, things that we can do at the year end. So it does get kind of busy around here. Gotcha. Well, if you uh, want to get in touch with Wade, if you have some planning things you need to work out, some tax planning or any kind of planning you want to do as you start the new year and decide, hey, I want to get my finances in order, get my uh, retirement in uh, in line and ready to go, let's, uh, let's reach out to Wade and you can find him online at chessmanwealth.com. That is a website, tons of resources there as well. Plus every episode of the podcast is up there and you can call him directly at 214 572-2120. That is a number for his office. Yeah. And we All just right. put some new stuff on the website too. So I, okay. I didn't just forgot to mention that to you. What'd yeah, you get up there? New, yeah. A couple new resources on 401ks and some calculators and things like that. So we're, we're always constantly um, thinking about things and putting new resources up there. So I just wanted to give everybody a heads up on that. Perfect. Chessmanwealth.com. That is the website. You'll find those new tools, plus all the other stuff he already has up there as well. It's all right there on, online. So let's talk about things nobody says, Wade. These are okay. things that if somebody comes into your office, they sit down, you're a very unlikely to hear any of these comments come out of somebody's mouth. So the first one we have on our list today, and, and as we go through these, you can kind of explain why you'll never hear these things. I really regret putting money into my Roth IRA every year. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear that one too too often either, ever. Uh, the Roth is an excellent saving opportunity. It allows you to grow your money tax-free, and if you do it right, pull it out tax-free. And I don't know about you, but my opinion is that taxes don't have anywhere to go but up over the in the next coming few years, especially decades. So a Roth IRA, especially for someone who's super young, or younger, or maybe he's in a low tax bracket, the Roth IRA is the best bet going. And uh, we're big proponents of it when it makes sense. So I've never had anyone tell me that. I wish I would have put more less money in my Roth IRA. That is faux show. <laughs> is it fair to say, though, even if taxes don't go up, because we obviously can't predict the future, um, sure. it's still good to have that that uh, that tax free money there, that bucket that you can you can kind of have yeah. control over. E- exactly. Even if taxes don't ever go up again and they just stay where they are, it's still nice to have that uh, Roth IRA, that tax free bucket, in order to give yourself the flexibility to give yourself more options when it comes to pulling money out of your account. 
you know, if you get to the end and all you have is 401ks, it's better than nothing. Don't nothing to be upset about, but it's better if you have a little bit more flexibility on how you pull money out and the Roth is an excellent choice. So definitely something that most people should be looking at. And I promise you probably won't look back and say, I wish I wouldn't have put more money in my Roth. (laughs) Yeah. No regrets there. All right. Second thing, nobody uh, is going to tell you in your office. In retrospect, I should have spent more and saved less over the years because now I just don't know what I'll do with all (laughs) this money before I die. Yeah. I mean, there probably are a few people out there that sacrificed everything, you know, fun, doing, have anything, having any fun or giving and seeing the joy of giving money away. And they break some of that power of money over their life. So there are, I mean, there probably are situations where people have hoarded money in a way or made maybe made money their God, if you will. But most people don't go in that direction. We They tend to spend more than they probably should have and maybe don't have enough at the end. So this is another one I don't hear too often is I should have spent more and saved less. I'd say the other one I'd add to that is I never hear anybody say, I wish I would have given less. Right. Right. So saving, yes, is important, but giving it away at the same time is also really important. So they kind of, to me, they go hand in hand. So no, I've never heard anyone say that. Yeah. You know, I've had a few people that get to the end and they have a lot of money saved up. Maybe they don't have some of the other things in life that are important. I do see that occasionally, but most of the time it's more, I didn't save enough. I wish I would have put more money away and done it earlier and maybe done it more smarter too, like with a Roth and things like that. Yeah. Well, I like this next one because I know you work quite a bit with widows and we've had some, uh, some conversations about, you know, the planning and the financial considerations you have to make and some of the difficult decisions you have to go through. But, you know, it mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of when I, when I read this next one and it's about life insurance and, you know, I think uh, you'll definitely help clear this one up why you'll never hear this, but the life insurance payout I got when my husband died was a little insulting because it's like he thought I couldn't handle the finances without some help. Never heard that. Never heard that. Even with people that have been widowed later in life, like in their 70s and 80s, that maybe didn't even need, you know, need in quotation marks, the life insurance, it still was very nice and it came in handy. And it's nice to have that extra little bit to help with. So I have definitely never heard this one. I mean, most people aren't overinsured. Most people are underinsured. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard that. Even if even if someone has plenty of resources, it's still comforting even to have a little bit of life insurance when you go, when you're gone. It just gives some additional peace of mind. So definitely never heard it and I don't think I ever will. So I mean you don't have to go crazy. You don't want to be insurance rich and asset poor, but it, it does make sense to have some and I I'm a fan of having some more what we call permanent, or at least a little bit of permanent insurance that doesn't necessarily go away. But yep, never heard it. It just doesn't seem like it'd be an insulting thing. If anything, it's one last gesture uh, to show somebody that you cared about them and, and loved them. Uh, if oh, anything. I totally agree. Plus, right. plus, the other thing is, it's a lot, you know, if, if you feel like you're, you know, maybe you don't need as much life insurance, then, you know, it's a great vehicle to use to leave to your family or to your heirs, and then leave your other stuff like your IRAs and your 401ks, 
leave that to your favorite charity because they don't have to pay the taxes on it. And life insurance proceeds are tax-free. So there's some planning around it, too. It's not just trying to sell you more life insurance, but it's there is some interesting planning around it. Gotcha. All right, our next one, tax-related. How about this one? Will you ever hear this? Wait, it makes me feel patriotic to pay more taxes than I have to, so I don't enjoy finding ways to pay less. Yeah. I mean, there is something to be said. We are called to give Caesar his due, right? We are, you know, and one of the things that, if you do end up paying a lot of taxes, that means you've probably been pretty blessed in your life because you have high income. So that part, in a sense, is true. I mean, uh, we do want to do our duty and pay what's, what we're called to pay, but there's nothing wrong with finding ways to pay less. You know, I always joke, we heard the joke, you know, the difference between tax evasion and tax avoidance is 10 to 20 in the slammer. I mean, I'm not talking about that, <laughs> but there are legal ways and smart ways to to pay less and you know you want to pay your fair share obviously but i've never heard anybody say uh i want to just pay more just to feel feel more patriotic that has never happened yeah and it doesn't mean you're not patriotic if uh if you're finding ways to to lessen your tax obligations no not at all yeah i mean i'd probably argue the opposite you know you're being smart and wise maybe there's some things that are on the edge and maybe you don't want to participate in those, but right. you know, legal ways to do it, smart ways to give away. You know, one of the reasons the government has tax benefits for giving, for example, is that they want to encourage giving. That's why they did that. You know, when the government wants to promote something, they tend to promote it or make it more advantageous economically. Mm-hmm. So uh, home ownership is a good example. There's write-offs and additional things you can get for home ownership. That makes a lot of sense. The government is promoting home ownership from a tax standpoint. So same thing with charitable giving. Uh, there's lots of things you can do. And, you know, the other thing I would say, Ben, it's not so much the taxes you pay today. It's the taxes. It's also thinking about taxes that you'll have to pay in the future. That's why going back to that question about the Roth, that's another good example. Is we want to be thinking about not just today, but also the future. And let's be patriotic and be great Americans and be in innovative and finding ways to pay less <laughs> right <laughs> let's, let's wrap it up with this this uh this last one and i think a lot of people after the year 2020 and everything we went through uh with the market and the ups and downs and the volatility probably not going to hear somebody say i love the big market corrections it's like a really fun roller coaster ride uh yeah. 2008 or 2020 was probably my favorite year no i've never heard that either i mean people tend to not like risk. Unfortunately, that's just part of the investing world that we live in. The key is to have a plan that fits with your tolerance for risk so that you don't end up blowing it up and making a bad decision at the wrong time. So yeah, I've never heard anybody say they love big market corrections. You know, the only good thing about a big market correction is if you wait long enough, it'll come back and you can take advantage of it. But no, I've never heard anybody say they love it. That's the reward you get though. By being a long-term investor, you, you know, if you, the longer you're in, the better chance you are of, of doing well. And unfortunately, what comes the price you pay is you have to put up with some corrections. But you know, the key is to sit down and make sure you have a strategy that you're comfortable with, and you're not gonna not gonna cause you to leave sleep lose sleep at night. But nope, never heard that one. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody enjoys the ups and downs. They love the ups, but those downs are not a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of grab your seat 
for a lot of those. That's right. That's why you, that's why you put a plan in place. But that's right. I thought it would be, be fun to kind of go through some of these things and, and kind of look at uh, some planning items from a different perspective and, and talk about why. You'd never hear some of these comments, but if you ever want to sit down and, uh, and actually build out your plan or go through life insurance or discuss tax planning or any of these, these items we went through today, I encourage you to reach out to Wade. Uh, Chessman Wealth Strategies, you can find them online, chessmanwealth.com. Or you can call the office, 214-572-2120. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. We open it up. Again, you can send them in to us via the website. There's a contact us link there. Send them in to us. We'll bring them to the podcast and try to give uh, give you some answers from Wade based on the information you provide. we got a couple of questions today, Wade. First okay. one comes in from Katrina. She says, my husband isn't inclined to do any retirement planning because he says he'll just keep working. Is this mindset okay? I guess I'm worried about what happens if he can't keep working, even if he wants to. Right. You know, a lot of times in our office, we don't even use the word retirement. Um, we like to use the word financial independence because, you know, some people don't necessarily want to retire in their traditional sense. Maybe they don't, maybe they would like to keep working. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. There's no examples of retirement in the Bible. I mean, that's, now maybe you retire from getting a paycheck, but you don't necessarily retire from being productive and helping others. But the problem is we don't always get to choose. So your husband, you know, I know he says he wants to keep working forever, and I hear that sometimes. But unfortunately, we don't always get to make that decision. So I still think I definitely think it's important to do planning and to give yourself the flexibility because things don't always go according to plan, and you want to make sure that you have the ability to be financially dependent at one point if work becomes, you know, maybe you lose your job, maybe you get sick, maybe things change. So I'd have to say your husband, I like his idea of working and wanting to keep going, but I still think having that planning is super important. Thanks for that question, Katrina. Um, Our next one comes in from Barrett. He says, I'm worried about what 2021 will bring after how crazy 2020 was. Is there a way I can stay out of the craziness of the market, but still get prepared for retirement? Well, I think that would be difficult. To get growth of your portfolio, typically you need to be in the best in the market. Now, maybe, Barrett, you've got you know, so, many, so much resources, you can just you know, stick it all on a, under your mattress and you'll be fine. But most people, that's not the case. So the, the better solution, in my opinion, again, broken record, is to have a plan. You know, what kind of risk do you have to take? to get to where you want to be. And there's other strategies around, you know, one, one of the podcasts we need to do, Ben, is one on the whole idea of bucketing, having, having a bucketing strategy so that, you know, you don't feel like you're going to, so you have a plan to pull your money out in retirement. You know, it's one right. thing to be in the accumulation phase of life. No pro, you know, it's a little bit more, less challenging. You just put money in, you let it grow. The difficult time comes when you pull the money out. So I don't know if there's a way to stay out of the craziness, but I think there's a way for you to stay out of the craziness as far as your mindset and how you have your stuff situated so that you don't get caught up in the so-called craziness that you're more, you're staying out of that realm. So yeah, there is a way to stay out of the craziness, but it all depends on what you mean by craziness. So yeah, I'd love to sit down and talk to you about that. Yeah, definitely requires some further planning conversations, Barrett. Yeah. So if you want to get Come with on, Wade, Barrett. yeah, you can do so. Chessmanwealth.com. That is the website. It doesn't matter where you live. 
uh, Wade can work with you in office or uh, virtually as well, as we've all gotten accustomed to over the past year, the craziness of 2020, mm-hmm. as Barrett points out. So uh, some good uh, conversations today, Wade, a lot of fun. I want to encourage everyone, too, to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. We have two new episodes every month. Uh, we'll have some uh, maybe some guests coming up on some future episodes on the podcast, too. So yeah. we're looking forward to that as well. You know, one thing I never heard anybody say is I wish I ne- they didn't look back and say, man, I really regret listening to Wade's podcast. I never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a like, great this point. is the greatest i'm that so glad a, i listen to wade's podcast that is a great point Wade. we should have had that one on the list today i'm glad you i'm glad you caught that yeah, one. That's, that that's pretty funny betting on alabama football <laughs> yeah i didn't want to bring that up on the podcast today either okay. wanted to keep it wanted to keep you in good spirits that's okay i know <laughs> it's still hard to bet against i'll tell, yeah. tell you that absolutely all right ben awesome well, we appreciate everything appreciate your time wade uh, look forward to talking to you uh, again in a couple weeks The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.